today meditate on the word of God which we have already heard from the gospel reading Luke chapter 13 and this gospel passage tells us a story of a woman who is burdened this woman is weighed down under the circumstances of her life as we explore together this scripture this morning, I want to call to your mind your own burdens. What weighs you down? What makes you feel defeated? What are those things in your life that loses the strength and vitality and your energy? Some of you may have feeling of dislike to your own life. Some are not feeling like accepted and cared for. Some of you feel outcast at work or at school. Some of you look to your future and see nothing but a Christian mark. Some of you may have a dysfunctional friend or a relative who completely drains you up. Whatever your burdens are, bring them to mind as we explore the gospel together and find out how our Savior can help us to confront these difficult situations in life, the challenges that we face. God is there very much for each believer as you worship God's name in this sanctuary. He watches us. Is there, is desires us? If you literally look into the word shepherd, it comes from a word Eden. And in Malayalam also we call shepherd Eden. And that word particularly means the one who stands beside us, who can be very near to us. So, in and through Jesus, we feel and experience the wholeness and the uh, wholeness of our healing, the holistic healing in our lives. The first thought I would like to share, in Jesus we have a new perspective. This passage encounter Jesus as a healer who really and literally watches us. He knows of our real condition. And this passage encourages us to see the problem we face through the eyes of Jesus. Now Jesus was teaching in one of the synagogues on Sabbath day. We do not know how often this woman has been attending the synagogue worship. The leaders and the rabbis of that day must have seen her before. But they could find her only as a person with sickness, a bent woman. Now when Jesus saw her, she was found with a spirit that has crippled her for 18 years. The cause of the disease. 
And not always you look up for people and all the cause of the disease from the devil or the Satan who brings all the disease. No. Not like that. When Jesus watches human beings in any condition, he has a different perspective. She was bent over and was quite unable to stand up straight. Luke chapter 13 verse 10 to 11 says like that. It's a painful condition. And the poor woman in this story endured it for 18 years. Luke tells us that this woman had much more than a physical problem. This woman can be a representative of the present day woman who are deprived of their privileges and their rights. Many women cannot stand straight because of the cultural, social and religious handicaps. Some are bent with humiliation and distrust. Some with political violence and suppression. Some are affected with stigma and shame. Whatever the problem we face, Jesus looks at us and calls us by his side and he heals us. He wants to heal us completely. There are still many people in our society, especially women and children, who cannot stand straight and boldly face the confronting situation and the burdens. And Jesus says, come unto me, all those who are labor and heavy laden, I will give you rest. In recent church scenario in India, especially in Kerala, many of our Christian nuns have been accused and harassed within their ministerial arena. And they are deprived of their dignity as a woman and they face a double uh, exploitation, both as a woman and as a nun, even from among their authorities. So there are times when we, we cannot stand in front of people straight. Though this is a symbol where a woman is bent, but many a times the vulnerable people, those who are affected with many social, political, religious uh, isolation and deprivation, God wants us to see through Jesus' eyes those kinds of people. Sometimes they may be a rejected person, the one who feels alone and lonely. We have to find people and to make them straight to stand and to face the confrontations, the chaotic situations they face in their lives. So the first thing is a new perspective that Jesus gives us today to watch our people, to look to those people who are in pain and distress. Secondly, Jesus, in Jesus, we have a new freedom. You see, in the Bible, this woman, as the one who has been captured for many long years by the bonds of Satan, 
Satan had bound this woman for a long 18 years. She couldn't stand straight in the society. Though she was inside the synagogue, she could not ask Jesus for help or to look at, even to look at Jesus. Many times, many people go to the sanctuaries to worship the Lord. They are among the worshippers. But real and holistic healing does not happen to them. Many people return after the service, worship service, untouched, without any change in their transformation in their lives. All the worship experience must be a time of freedom. We must be liberated from the bondage of sin and shame. And now the woman does not call the attention to herself, calling out or crying out, Lord Jesus, have mercy. We never see this woman crying out for help. But Lord Jesus had the compassion on her. And Jesus notices her. Jesus calls out to her and he, he, she was called to stand nearby him. And this healing word comes to her. Woman, you are freed from your disability. That's what Jesus says. That was a great liberating word. Jesus laid his healing hands on her. So this should be the freedom that we should experience through Jesus Christ. Many times we keep mouth, we, we do not even speak up, we do not even recite a prayer, we do not join a song, we just sit. It is enough for Jesus. Be available in his presence. God is very much there to watch you, to touch you, to heal you, if you are making available yourself before your mind. The moment Jesus touched her life, there was a great power demonstrated in her life. Jesus frees her from the, her bondage. She could experience freedom from the infirmities. She could feel inside her life, inside in her body and mind. By feeling this, freeing this woman from the evil spirit, Jesus demonstrates his authority over the spiritual realm. Jesus always spoke with authority. What was Jesus' authority? When Jesus said, and the light of the world, he was actually giving sight to the blind. And Jesus said, and the bread of life, he was actually feeding the multitude. And Jesus said, and the life and the resurrection, he was actually raising people from death. So this is the authority of Jesus. When we say Jesus loves you, he heals you, it should happen. So every word should become an event. And Jesus asked told her, you are released from the infirmities. And she is released. He had the holistic healing. By freeing this woman from the evil spirit, Jesus demonstrated his authority of the spiritual realm. He demonstrates that the new kingdom has come. Jesus has bound the devil 
and Jesus unbinds those who trust in him. Not only have we been freed from spiritual bondage, but we have also been freed from bondage to the law. Look at verse 814. The synagogue leader responds in a very interesting way. He doesn't address Jesus. He addresses the crowd. And he says he doesn't he doesn't refute what Jesus had done, but he points out that what Jesus did is a violation of law. He did not have come on the Sabbath day and healed and cured this woman from her illness. Illness is uh, curing is good, I know. And Jesus is proclaiming the freedom not only from infirmities but also from the clutches of the law. Freedom to follow the law and also to, to the intent of the law. Jesus taught the true worship is to experience, taught that the true worship is to experience the real freedom that Christ offers. Are you a person who struggles with guilty, guilt and pricking conscience, unforgiven sins, unfinished agendas of your fellowship and friendship within your families, and never be able to stand straight looking each other in your tags, even the husband and wife. They are not there even to look at each other with, with dignity, with assurance, with peace of mind. Jesus can save you and me from this wretched condition and make you the child of God today as we worship. He has to be freed from many infirmities and he has to be in the presence of Jesus. Lord Jesus, I am here and God is going to touch you. And give you. The third point in Jesus we have a new dignity. In Jesus we have new dignity. In Luke chapter 12, 16, Jesus addressed uh, the woman as the daughter of Abraham. He says, Why can't this woman, a daughter of Abraham, be loosed from the bond of Satan on the Sabbath day? Jesus considered, sorry, the Jews considered the patriarchal descent, God of the fathers, God of Abraham, God of Isaac, God of Jacob. So the patriarchal descent they considered. They must have never expected a rabbi to ascribe this honor to a woman. In Christ, we have a new identity. We are children of God. Jesus addresses her as a daughter of Abraham. She has now the identity that is greater than her burdens. It's the identity that gave her hope of being accepted, being special to God. The identity that brought her a new dignity. Have you heard of this statement? Recently, health magazines and all we read sometimes regarding uh, diabetes patients and so. So one day, one patient told like this: "I am not a diabetic patient. I am a person with diabetes." Likewise, a paralytic man would say, "I 
I am not a paralyzed man. I am a child of God on a wheelchair. Some other can say, I am not an alcoholic. I am a child of God who struggles with alcoholism. So you have still hope in Jesus. You can even change your life. I am not a social outcast. I am a child of God who lives on the fringes. There is still hope for all the people who lives in peripheral. The world can overburden you sometimes. The world can weigh you down and abuse you. The world can even take away your life. But it, can, it cannot take away your freedom in Christ. It's the dignity that you have in Christ. Your freedom to live as a child of God. This woman has been broken hearted with pain and physical distress, uh, deformity. Children would make her of, um, make fun of her. Her husband, if she had a husband, I think she must have rejected her. Sometimes we also place ourselves with this woman. Sometimes we see ourselves in hopeless situations, in failures, as crippled like this woman, defeated. Hear how Jesus calls her, addresses, my daughter, my son, daughter of Abraham, you have a promise. You have still miles to go with the Lord to turn your life. If God is for us, who can be against us? Yes, dear friends, when you worship Jesus Christ, you get a new dignity and acceptance as the child of God. Today, when we, even as we sit in this sanctuary to worship the Lord, are we really worshiping Him with this hope that He brings to us a new perspective in life. He brings to us a new freedom and He brings to us a new dignity. Let the Spirit of God guide us, help us and be encouraged by these words. Thank you.